Hey, what's up? And welcome to today's episode of Build Your Tribe. In today's episode, we are going to talk about arguably the most important and also the scariest topic in all of social media, maybe in all of business. No, it's not taxes. It's niche. Niche. What is it? What does it mean? Why does it matter? How do you pick it? How do you find your niche? How do you determine your niche? Why does it matter? All of that. We're going to talk about it in today's episode. Let's start with a very simple definition. What is niche? A niche is basically a focus. It's a subject. It's a subcategory. It's an expertise. It's a small portion of the whole picture. It's basically a small specialized section of the population. It's not the entire industry. So it's not fitness. It's not marketing. It's not fashion or real estate. Niche is a very specialized subsection or subcategory of a bigger topic. Now, before we go any further, why does it matter? First of all, your niche matters because it's how you establish your credibility. If you want to call yourself the world's leading fitness expert, that's really, really tough to do. You're competing against millions of people. You're competing against people with more education than you, people with more credibility, expertise, experience, all of that. But if you, let's say, specialize in women who are 42 years old in northeastern Pennsylvania who are moms of two, now you might be able to be the best in the world at helping that small specific group of people with their health and wellness, with their fitness. So your niche is how you establish your credibility. When I was first getting started out on Instagram, I didn't call myself an Instagram expert. I didn't call myself an Instagram marketing expert. I established my credibility as an Instagram stories expert. I focused primarily on the very small niche of helping people market, grow their business, and sell using Instagram stories. So not only was I specialized into one specific social media platform, I was specialized to one specific feature on that platform, and I wasn't helping everybody with their Instagram stories. I was specifically helping small business owners learn to grow and market using Instagram stories. So that helped me establish my credibility on Instagram. The second reason why niche matters is that it provides clarity for both you and your audience. So let's start with how it provides clarity for you. Have you ever been getting ready to, you know, post on Instagram, record a TikTok, go live on Facebook, tweet maybe, and you're like, what do I post about? Like, what should I talk about today? What is my topic? What am I posting for? When you have a niche, you now have clarity about what you should be posting about. You post about that niche. Before I picked my niche on Instagram, I was posting about everything. Football, faith, my family, inspirational quotes, Drake quotes, random pictures, screenshots, everything. And so there was no clarity. When it was time for me to post, I was like, I don't know what to post. I could post about anything in the world. And while on paper that might sound appealing, it actually creates paralysis analysis because there's so many different things you can post about, you end up stuck and you end up trying to create the most perfect post in the world. I know we've all been there before. The other part of that whole clarity thing is it provides clarity for your audience. People now have a way to talk about you. People can now clearly know what it is you do and how specifically you can help them. I think a great example of this is Amazon. Most of us know Amazon for what it is today which is next minute shipping, every product under the sun, super low prices, putting supermarkets out of business. 
but some of us fail to remember, maybe we just don't know, that Amazon got its start as an online book reselling platform. It was a place where you could resell old used books. Like that's very specific. That was a place where a niche market wanted to go. If you were in the market to sell or buy a used book, you went to amazon.com. Now, 20 years later, it's the place you go for everything and anything. It's grown, it's evolved, it's changed, but it started by providing clarity to its audience, to its users. It was being used for a very specific purpose for a very specific group of people. The third reason why niche matters is that it's how you stand out. Tony Robbins had a great quote, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something along the lines of, you know, if you do what everyone else does, but you do it better than everyone else, you're going to be a little bit ahead of them. But if you do what no one else does, aka if you establish yourself in a niche, you stand out. You put yourself leaps and bounds significantly ahead of everyone else because rather than competing with hundreds or thousands or millions of people, you're now competing with no one or maybe a handful of people who are doing exactly what you do. So it helps you stand out. And also, like I said before, it helps you become known. People now have a specific way to talk about you. If you were to talk about me in 2014 in my Instagram account, what would you say? Oh, hey, there's that guy who's Shaleen's son, or there's that guy who is a college football player, or hey, there's that guy who does some marketing stuff or some entrepreneur stuff or who posts about Instagram sometimes, or that guy who sometimes posts Drake quotes. Like, There's no clear way to talk about my account. Now, since I've established my niche, I've established my credibility, I have clarity for myself and my audience, there's a very clear way. Hey, who do you go to for Instagram growth? Oh, hey, you should follow this guy, Brock Eleven Johnson. You should check him out. Hey, I'm an entrepreneur with ADHD. Do you have anyone who I should turn to and look to for advice? Yeah, Shalene Johnson. Go check her out. When you pick a niche, you allow yourself to stand out and become known within your industry. I think a great example of this is a student who I worked with recently named Julie. Julie is a travel agent, and when we looked at her Instagram bio, it was saying exactly what you would expect it to say. Her bio said something along the lines of, I help you book your dream travel vacation. You know, something that's generic and cute and fun, something that you could read on just about every other travel agent's Instagram. But there's no clarity there. There's no clear definition of who she is booking travel for or what kind of travel she's booking. But I start having a conversation with Julie and she starts to say things like, Brock, you know, I don't book travel for just anyone. I mainly work with millennials, people under the age of 30, and we don't book five-star, all-expenses-paid vacations on cruises and at the Ritz-Carlton. She's like, I want to book camping vacations. I want to book someone who's going on a 14-day road trip through the national parks in the United States. She's like, I want someone who's willing to stay in a tent. I want someone who wants the -the off-the-beaten-path travel. And then there was a light bulb that went off. And I was like, Julie, you book travel for me and my fiance, Taylor. That's the kind of travel that we want to do. But I would have no idea that you are the ideal travel agent for me when I read your bio the first time because it was too generic. It was too broad. And because it was so generic and so broad, and because our attention is so short and so limited on social media, I would have just kept on swiping by and I never would have followed your account. Now, take someone like my parents. Are Brett and Shalene going to book travel with Julie? No. They want the fancy vacation. They want to stay at the nice hotel. They're at a stage in their life where they don't want to stay in tents and they don't want to do road trips through the national parks, and that's fine. 
But then that also means that Julie isn't the travel agent for them. And that's okay. Julie doesn't want to work with them. They aren't her ideal client. They aren't going to bring her a lot of joy if she's going to be booking their travel plans. But if she failed to identify her niche in her bio, she's not just losing out on them. She's also losing out on me, who is her ideal client. So you need to pick your niche. I highly encourage you. I strongly suggest, you know what? I'm going to go back to what I said originally. You need to pick your niche because then you can start allowing your ideal clients, your ideal customers or followers, your lifers, your tribe to find you, to work with you, to become customers, to get on your email list, to subscribe to your podcast or follow you on social media. They're never going to know if you are right for them until you tell them, until you clearly identify what your niche is. Now we're going to get to that in just a little bit, but before we go any further, I want to tell you about a really exciting live event that we have coming up. It's the MIA Live Virtual Event. It's taking place on May 26th and 27th, 2021. To sign up, you can visit shaleen.com forward slash virtual. MIA students, if you're listening right now and you're already in the Marketing Impact Academy, be sure to check your email so you can claim your free tickets. This event is virtual and it's open to everyone. So you can get on the wait list now. If you are one of the first on the wait list, you will get our early bird pricing, but hurry because that pricing is definitely not gonna last long. But I highly recommend attending our live event. We're gonna cover some awesome topics and obviously it's not just going to be my mom and myself. It's going to be a ton of our other experts and professors from within the Marketing Impact Academy. Some of the topics we're going to cover are Instagram, Facebook, Facebook groups, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest. We're going to talk about Clubhouse. We're going to talk about products, network marketing, and so much more. Oh, and there's also going to be VIP, but there's very limited space in VIP. So you're definitely going to want to get on the wait list and join the VIP live event before it's too late. Again, that's shaleen.com forward slash virtual to attend our live virtual event. And I am so excited. I can't wait to see you there. I wish it was in person and hopefully we'll get to do an MIA live event in person sometime soon. But for now, this live virtual event I know is going to be popping. It's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. And it's going to be, of course, extremely valuable. Anyways, back to the idea of niche. I see a lot of YouTube videos. I watch a lot of trainings that are titled Find your niche, help you find or discover your niche. And I get DMs all the time from people asking, Brock, can you help me find my niche? Can you help me discover my niche? And I think that a niche is not something that you find or discover. I think that when we use that sort of language with the word niche, it implies that it's this mystical, magical thing. It's something that's going to happen to us. It's going to, you know, strike us in our horoscope or in our daily devotional when we're praying, when rather... The niche is just something that you pick. It's just something you pick. You pick. And my mom has this great analogy that she came up with where she says, you date your niche. And I think this is such a powerful analogy for so many reasons. You date your niche. First of all, when you are dating your niche, you can only date one at a time. We all know if you're trying to date 19 at the same time or three or four or even just two at the same time, it's not going to work out. So let's just pick one. You know what I'm saying? Let's pick one and let's date that niche. The next thing that goes along with this analogy is you're not going to know if it's right for you immediately. You're going to have to feel it out. It's going to take two to three months, and that's what we recommend, 60 to 90 days before you know, hey, is this niche really what's right for me? Trust your gut, 
go with what your family, your friends, and your followers are saying. But after two to three months, if you've been putting in the work and you've been sticking with this one niche and you've been holding up your end of the bargain with this whole dating thing, you can look around and be like, hey, is this niche right for me? Or do I need to break up with it and find a new one? And that's another piece of the analogy that's important is that your niche is something that you're dating. There's no like one soulmate niche that you're going to be tied to for the rest of your life. Instead, it's just something that you date. You can break up with it. You can change. You could pick a new one, but it's just something you're dating. It's not something you're tied down to forever. Your niche is likely to evolve. Like I said earlier, when I first got started on Instagram, my specific niche was helping people with their Instagram stories. Now it's broadened out to the much bigger picture of Instagram marketing as a whole. But even before Instagram stories, my niche was helping moms keep their kids safe on Snapchat. Totally different group of people, totally different platform, and helping them with a totally different problem. So your niche will evolve and change over time. You will break up with your niche. You will pick a new niche eventually. But you have to date your niche for at least two to three months before you can know if it's right or wrong for you. You are never going to know what the right niche is until you first determine what the wrong niche is. And you're never going to determine what's wrong or what's right until you just get started, until you just pick one, until you just put yourself out there. Now, how do you pick that niche? I have a really easy to follow template. So get out a pen and piece of paper. If you're driving right now, if you're in the shower listening to this and you can't pull out a pen and piece of paper, then just pause the episode right now and finish it when you can write this down or listen to this through and then rewind it and come back when you actually have a pen and a piece of paper nearby. First, write down the industry that you are most interested in. Maybe the one that really lights your spark, the one you know the most about, the one that you can talk about all day long, the stuff that you fantasize about, the stuff that you're dreaming about, the stuff that you obsess over and that you geek out over. Write down your industry. Is it fitness? Is it nutrition? Is it real estate? Is it fashion? What is the industry? Think broad here. Then write down the category within that industry that you feel most called to. So if you are in fitness, a category within fitness is home workouts. If you are in maybe beauty, a category might be hair care. If you are in health and wellness, then maybe the category is essential oils and natural remedies, natural healing. If you're in personal development, the subcategory might be life coaching or therapy. What is the specific category that you're interested in? Step one and step two were relatively easy, hopefully. Step three is where we start to get more specific. The first thing I want you to do in step three is to list out all of these specific expertises, the specific interests, the found solutions that you have that relate to that category that we just wrote down. So if it's health and wellness or fitness is your industry and your category is home workout, what is the specific problem that you have solved around home workout? Is it losing weight post the second baby? Is it postpartum nutrition? Is it workout plans for busy moms? What is the specific solution that you have within that category? Write that down, list as many as you can. Just brain dump here. Really give yourself permission to brainstorm. Don't judge what you're writing down. Just write, write, write. And then the other part of step three is to list the groups of people who you feel most called to serve, who you feel most willing to help, who you feel most credible in speaking to. For most of us, the group of people is going to be either 
the group of people who we are currently a part of or the group of people who we were just a part of. So myself personally, I feel most credible to speak to former college football players, current college football players, and high school football players because that was the group that I was just a part of. Now, my niche is a little bit different. I help entrepreneurs and small business owners, and I consider myself an entrepreneur and a small business owner, so that makes sense as well. For most of us, the group of people who we're going to feel most called and most willing and most credible to serve is the group who we just were a part of or the group who we are currently a part of. Once you have a bunch of groups written down, a bunch of different kinds of people, and a bunch of different expertises, interests, passions, hobbies, and solutions written down, I want you to just pick. Just pick. And I know that you would love if I could just pick for you. And I know that you would love if I could tell you which one to circle and tell you which one's going to be the best. But ultimately, the one that's going to be the best is the one that you work the most at. You could have success with just about any of these niches if you are willing to put the work in and if you can just get started. She who starts and fails will always be ahead of she who fails to start. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You need to just get started. You need to just pick one. You need to just identify your niche. And really, I encourage you to err on the side of specificity. If you just went through this exercise and your niche is now helping people lose weight, that's not specific enough. Who are these people? What is their group? What's their age? What are their demographics? And what does lose weight mean? Is it supplements? Is it workout routines? Is it diet? Like what is it that you are specifically helping them with? I think a great example of this is another one of our students who her niche is postpartum workout plans for Nigerian moms with diastasis recti. And I might've pronounced that wrong. There's a strong possibility I did. I'm notorious for pronouncing things wrong. So please give me some grace if I did. But that's a really specific niche. That's extremely specific. I encourage you to err on the side of specificity. There is enough abundance out there. There are 8 billion people on the planet. That is a huge number. There are enough people out there. There are enough potential followers on social media. There are enough potential customers out there for you. I can't encourage you enough. Please just get started, pick a niche, and as always, happy networking. Oh,